0: is gonna be different. I started uh, holding Palm Sunday worship a little differently um, years ago when it hit me how easy it is to never sit at the foot of the cross, to go from celebration to celebration without taking the time to grieve. I realized um, that if all we did was come to Palm Sunday worship and celebrate, And then for whatever reason, we weren't able to gather during Holy Week and walk through those other stories. Then we show back up Easter morning, and we celebrate again. And I'm not sure we really understand the depth of what we are celebrating. So I started doing what I noticed other Palm Sunday worship services looked like, what they included, moving from the palms to the passion in one service, taking that leap from the victorious celebratory entrance parade of Jesus to the story of Jesus's arrest, crucifixion, and death. Now, I do think that we get what we are celebrating Easter morning. We celebrate resurrection, death, being defeated, but I think uh, the passion story, sitting with Jesus at the cross, naming the suffering, the hopelessness of Good Friday, um, that this piece of the story names a reality for us that we need to hear. The reality of a Savior who knows what it is to be in pain, to suffer, to feel hopeless, to be afraid. That Jesus chose to join us in this, to feel it with us. There's a reflection I share um, on my social media pretty much every Good Friday that says, I give thanks That within our story of faith, we have a day that acknowledges pain and brokenness. That I give thanks that part of the Easter story is space to sit and weep. I give thanks that in Jesus, we have one who understands our pain and enters it with us. And I give thanks that Easter comes. You know, there's a line... uh, that the kids just ended with, that Cadence just ended, they're reading with, uh, that's kind of heavy to me. All at once, the hope and joy that entered Jerusalem with Jesus went away. Maybe this man wasn't so different after all. He was to be crucified, just like any other person. Throughout this season of Lent, we have talked about face-to-face encounters with the Son of God. We've met individuals who met Jesus in their questions, their doubts, their fears, and that line, maybe this man wasn't so different after all, takes us back to those individuals, those who walked alongside Jesus and saw something in him, believed in him, hoped that in Jesus there would be a better way, things would be different. Nicodemus, the woman at the well, the man born blind and healed, Mary, Martha, Lazarus, can you hear them saying, maybe this man wasn't so different after all. He was to be crucified, just like any other person. It makes us sit with them, remember them, hear their voices, it helps us understand deeply the hopelessness of Jesus' crucifixion, the despair, so that when Easter morning comes, we understand at a totally different level why we celebrate. We celebrate transformation. Despair, defeated, hope is alive. But we aren't there yet. First, we have to walk through the wheat. Join Jesus with his disciples at that final meal. Sit at the foot of the cross. There's a prayer I came across this morning uh, that said, Help us to enter into the intensity of the the week ahead of us, that we may truly wait and watch with you as all is revealed, all is changed. You will have opportunities to walk through the story this week, opportunities to hear other places in Scripture that give us different pieces of this story. Maundy Thursday at 6, you can join us together for a meal, share the story in the Gospel of John of Jesus' meal with his disciples, name that new commandment, Commandments. Um, we'll close with the symbolic stripping of the church Friday at noon, you can gather again in this space for a brief time of prayer as we remember the sacrifice and suffering that Jesus chose. Um, bring your own brown bag lunch for that. Um, finally, Easter morning, we gather to celebrate and proclaim our story of life. But today, just in case your schedule will not allow you to walk, with, walk through this story alongside your church family, we will share this story this morning. We will stop in the story to participate in the sacrament of Holy Communion where it is appropriate. But as we prepare to hear God's word this day, let us pray. Almighty God, you know us better than we know ourselves. By your word, give us wisdom. By your spirit, grant us healing. Set us free to serve you with love. We ask this through the one who heals in your name, Jesus Christ. Amen. So here now, reading from Matthew, pieces of Matthew 26 and 27. When Jesus had finished saying all these things, he said to his disciples, You know that after two days the Passover is coming and the Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. Then the chief priests and the elders of the people gathered in the courtyard of the high priest who was called Caiaphas, and they conspired to arrest Jesus by stealth and to kill him. Then one of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What will you give me if I betray him to you? They paid him thirty pieces of silver, and from that moment he began to look for an opportunity to betray him. On the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Where do you want us to make preparations to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, My time is near. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. The disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover meal. When it was evening, he took his place with the twelve disciples. And while they were eating, he said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. And they became greatly distressed and began to say to him one after another, Surely not I, Lord. He answered, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes that it is written of him, But woe to that one by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that one not to have been born. Judas, who betrayed him, said, Surely not I, Rabbi. He replied, You have said so. While they were eating, Jesus took a loaf of bread, and after blessing it, he broke it, gave it to the disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will never again drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. When they had sung the hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Here we will pause um, and we will take time ourselves to come to the table. We remember the story of Jesus the story of Jesus' time at table with his disciples, we remember the promise of grace present with us this day in this act. We remember that Christ is made present in the breaking of the bread. Pour out your Holy Spirit upon us gathered here in Christ's name and upon these gifts that they may be for us his body and blood, and so feed us with his grace that in union with Christ we may become a living offering to you. Transform us into the image and likeness of Christ, that we may faithfully serve others in his name, and look forward to that final feast in which all shall be gathered as one at your table, and all manner of things shall be well. Amen.